whiteboard in the middle of the room. Um, but next, next week we are getting ready to, uh, to start a new set of Sunday School lessons. We're going to um, introduce to all of the kids as well as, well most of the kids, as well as uh, all of the adults. You're all going to get the same lessons. I'll explain that here shortly. Uh, but we're, we're looking at starting a new curriculum. And so I'm going to talk about the curriculum today and kind of show you what we're trying to do why we're doing certain things, and then uh, Brother Kevin is handing out a uh, what is called a family devotional, and you'll get these every week. This is the one, this is the first one. Here it is. Uh, and so we're trying to encourage some family devotions in case you don't do those, uh, but try and encourage some of that and some discussion uh, with your kids about the Bible. And so uh, we're going to have a, a word of prayer, and we'll, we'll get into uh, what's going on here this year. Uh, Father, we thank you for the day. We thank you once again for bringing us here safely. We pray you'd bless the Sunday school hour. Lord, be with the uh, last day of classes of this uh, school year. And so, Father, I pray that you would just uh, help it to be a good, fun time in the, in the classes. Lord, I pray you'd help us, Father, as we look at the new curriculum to uh, just be a help and a blessing, Lord, as we start this new, uh, Lord, this new set of uh, lessons. We pray that, uh, Father, you'd work and Father, we pray that it would be a great blessing and a help, and Lord, may we have a few bumps and, and different things, but we pray that everything would run as smoothly as possible, and Lord, you'd help us to uh, make sure things go really well. We pray it'd be a great tool to uh, help our kids as well as, Father, the adults to learn even more this year and uh, over the next few years, and Father, we pray you'd bless the day. Help me, Lord, as I explain it to be able to, to convey things properly and that there'd be easy understanding of what we're trying to do, and we pray you'd come back soon in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So uh, this is, uh, of course, our new Sunday school. We are changing a little bit of the layout, which um, is not uh, something too crazy. Uh, we kind of changed the layout a little while ago uh, anyways is just the way things were going, um, but uh, I forgot to change over my stuff. Um, so we have the different age groups right now are uh, going to be uh, from uh, three and under is uh, still Dawn and Roxanne. They are still going to be doing Joyful Life in the, in the, uh, in the nursery ages there. Uh, joyful Life has been great for us. Uh, it has been fantastic. We've used it for a long time. Um, and it is very, very good for the younger ages. Uh, but we wanted, we wanted to bring a little bit of a different unity and a different level. I think this brings in a, a deeper level. As you get higher up, this curriculum it allows for a little bit deeper of teaching at times. And so uh, I really like this curriculum, and I'll talk more about that. Uh, James and Tanya are four-, five-, and six-year-olds, and uh, they're over there. The DeFerios are with them. They're going to be using this curriculum. Uh, and it's going to be very different, obviously, for them than it would be for the teenagers. Uh, so that's, that's kind of, I'll explain a little bit of how that works. But uh, four, five, and six-year-olds, and then seven, eight, and nine are with Morgan McMillan and Hannah Kyle. Uh, the 10 through 12-year-olds are with uh, the Johnsons over there, Stephen and Ivy. And then uh, our wonderful Pastor Kevin and Mary are both taken care of our teenagers, the 13 through 17, and then 18 and older are in here uh, with us, of course, with the adults. And now all of this is, this is just like 
a, basically this is just like public high school. End of the first quarter, if you have not turned the following age, if you aren't 18 by the end of the first quarter, you're not in the adult class. Uh, you're, in, you're in the senior high class. You're in the uh, Brother Kevin and Mary's class. Uh, that's where you are, and that's where you stay until September, the first week in September. That's just, that's how that works. We want to run the whole curriculum. The curriculum runs the entire year. It runs all four quarters. It runs from the first week in September, runs 52 weeks, goes all the way out to the end of the school year, and then you move up just like everybody else does. Uh, and so from early, uh, from all the way through, so if you are, uh, for instance, if you're six years old today, <laughs> but you're seven on November 3rd, then you move into, you'd be in Morgan and Hannah's class. That's where you would be, all right? This is just like public, this is not complicated, I promise. That's just like they do in public school. I graduated at 17. Why? Because my birthday is November 8th. So I started school at four instead of five. I turned five in the first quarter, and so I graduated at 17. That's just how it worked. Um, and so it's all, it's all based on that same that same age setup. So there's no, there's no early advancement. There's no need to. Um, one of the reasons there is no early advancement is because spiritual growth and physical growth are running parallel. I want your understanding to be there. And sometimes we go, well, my kid knows that information. Yeah, but they're also trying to learn that information at their level as opposed to what you want them to learn. I want them to stay and to finish. The concept is not, you can double up on school and you can figure out math, and math is a common, you know, I can build, I can go fast in math, that's fine with me, and I can double up in math. The information I'm giving you, you can't double up on. <laughs> uh, you're getting the only lesson that we are giving right now. It's not like you're getting extra lessons. You're getting the same lesson everybody else is getting, and so you're gonna run three years in every person's class, until you get here, and then you're stuck with me, uh, at least for the moment. So uh, that's, that's the layout. Uh, you say, well, can we hold kids back? Can we do different things? Uh, I don't want to do it that way, but if we find there is a major issue and you have a problem, especially as a parent or a teacher has a significant problem, we may, we may have a very special case and a very rare case that we would do it, but it would be based upon the pastor's uh, Brother Bacon is our Sunday school superintendent and the teachers of the class that either they would be in and the class that they are uh, trying to stay in and those things, and we'd work something out, but it would be very rare. It wouldn't be, so this is, this is it right here, um, and this is the layout. Uh, the curriculum that we're starting is called Highlights. Now, Highlights is uh, put out. It's published by Hope Baptist Church in Toledo, Ohio. Uh, they're the ones who put it, uh, put it out. I have it all in PDF. I have the whole thing. It's a three-year curriculum, and it is very, very good. Um, for instance, uh, a while ago, I was looking this stuff over, and I saw in one of the, one of the notes, uh, you may or may not remember this message I preached. You probably won't remember it, but it was real good. Uh, <laughs> because I took it from them. Uh, God formed us. Cindy formed us. Uh, Jesus, or the Bible informs us, and Jesus transforms us. Say, where did you get that? I got it from their notes. 
I've been re- I was reading through and I was looking over as I was getting ready for this for uh, you know the curriculum and we were reading through it. I got it from them. I got that that exact outline was part of their Sunday school lesson. You say, well, that seems pretty basic. Yeah, but it was it's pretty good when we preached it, right? I mean, you teach those things, and we want those things, and that's something you want instilled in your in your children. Uh, you want those thoughts. The it is their well thought out lessons. Uh, the curriculum is very good. Uh, all of our teachers have been looking it over. They're all getting ready. They've all got different different ideas and different things. Now, what we have is uh, three years. The first two years covers all of the Old Testament. Now, in most Sunday school curriculums, you get what is, what is deemed the highlight stories of the Old Testament and the New Testament, right? So you get, you get Adam and Eve, you get creation, you get Adam and Eve, and you get, you get certain things as you come out, but most, most of them don't cover every book of the Bible. And they, they just, they go, well, it's not going to work that way. And they don't cover every book. Um, this covers every book of the Bible. Uh, all of your Old Testament books are covered in the first two years, and all of the New Testament is covered in the third year. Uh, and so it is fantastic uh, as far as, I'm not going to read all of this, but table of contents, year one starts with the Bible and an overview of the Bible and divisions within the Bible, and then it goes into creation in three parts, uh, the test of the garden, the consequences of sin, Cain and Abel, Enoch, Noah, the flood, the Tower of Babel, Abraham's call, Abraham and Lot separate, battles and blessings, God's promises to Abraham, uh, getting a hold of God, ahead of God, uh, Sodom and Gomorrah destroyed, the new son, the sacrifice of Isaac, and then it keeps going all the way out to Ruth. It ends the first year in Ruth. Uh, so it covers, I mean, one right after the other, uh, the spies, the judges, all of it, uh, and then year two covers everything from Samuel uh, and the answer to prayer, the last Israel's last judge, Saul becoming king, God rejects Saul, uh, David is anointed king, and of course you get David and Goliath, David running from Saul, and so on, a whole six, no, nine lessons on David, uh, and then Solomon, and then the 12 tribes are divided after Rehoboam, and all the way out to Malachi. Uh, you have all of it, all the way out. Uh, builds out for you. Uh, and so the first two years cover pretty well all of the Old Testament. Uh, and it covers it on purpose. Uh, and so and it's all designed for us to be able to build off of the same theme and the same project. We're all moving in the same direction. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get into that in just a minute too. Year three is the New Testament. It starts, of course, with uh, the silent years of preparation, and then the gospel shows up and, and uh, talks about John the Baptist, Jesus, the devil tempting Jesus, the 12 apostles coming out, the new birth, and then into the rest of the New Testament all the way out through Revelation, uh, and uh, is very well done. Uh, there's holiday lessons, so special lessons on Christmas and Easter and uh, even the 4th of July and things like that. We have different lessons on that. Uh, and then, uh, the basically, ultimately, the same lesson is going to be shared. And for the first three years that we do this, that includes you. So all of the, so you are going to get the same lessons 
that if you have any kids in Sunday school outside of the nursery uh, age levels, you're going to get the exact same topic. The exact same topic is going to be talked about. And so this is something where you say, what are you trying to do? We're trying to get, we're trying to get everybody on the same page and get this. There's a handout if you haven't gotten one. Uh, hopefully we have enough. If we don't, we ran out. Uh, we will make more. I'm going to... I'm going to yell at Stephen real quick. You got one? I got one right here if you don't. Go into my office, Stephen. My office has the, has the one copier that hopefully won't use up a ton of toner um, and ink. Uh, okay. Uh, but if you didn't get one, we're going to have some more uh, made up. I want you to, to get a look at those. And the family devotions are designed for you to be able to spend some time with your kids and talk about what's going to happen in Sunday school. Uh, too many people, uh, and I don't know how it is at your house, so I'm not, I'm not saying you don't do any family devotions or anything like that, but a lot of families don't do any, they don't talk much about the Bible at the house. Uh, they don't get, and they don't know how to. Some people just, they don't know how to talk to their kids at all about the Bible. Uh, they get little brief pieces and things uh, but oftentimes the Bible is left off to the side and they'll talk about sports and movies and TV and everything else and the Bible gets left off. And the last thing we want is the Bible to get not, not in there uh, during the week as well. And so uh, the hope is your kids are all getting the same handout you're getting. All right, uh, It's a family devotion. It it's, goes across. And if you're looking at it, uh, we'll take a quick look at it this morning uh, in Principle number one is what we're covering. Uh, the principle is going to run for a few weeks. You'll see that same principle at the top, I think for five weeks for the first one, is God's Word gives life. And so we're trying to project that God's Word is the bringer of life for us. Uh, it is where we find eternal life. It is where we get eternal life. It's all the things, and I'm not going to get into my lessons that you're going to get over the next few weeks, but uh, right, it's God's Word. We understand spiritually God's Word gives us life. It is the thing that brings life. In creation, it's the spoken Word of God that brings life. In salvation, it's the written Word of God that brings us life. It's where we found it. And so all of these pieces start coming together. So there's a memory verse. All right? There's a memory verse. <laughs> and there's a new memory verse every week, okay? Uh, and so some of, your, some of the teachers next door I've already talked with, right? They understand James and Tanya's class there, four, five, and six-year-olds. Maybe the verse is really, really long. There could be a couple of those in there, and they can't quite get that in the week. Well, they understand that. They'll modify, and they'll tell them what part they're going to do for the week. So if it's just a, a simpler, they'll, they'll cut it down just a little bit so that they have a half a verse or whatever. They understand that. It's not, we're not going to complicate it and make it terrible, all right? The, uh, you know, as the age levels move, the idea is, although they have the same memory verse, they're going to get this, that, that, that phrase, if that's all they can handle, that's their memory verse. That's, so it'd be, in this case, well, in this case, it's, it's the whole verse, but... Um, you know, it's kind of hard to cut that one down. But if it's a longer verse, you know, they would just take, hey, this is part A or part B. This is, this is what they're going to learn this week for their memory verse. So there's different, there'll be different levels. They're allowed to do that. The teacher has a lot of discretion within that realm. So don't think that just because you've got 
it at this level that your four, five, and six-year-olds are also dealing with it. That's not the point. All the teachers know your job is to keep it right where they, they're going to understand what we're doing. So most of what the four, five, and six-year-olds are going to do, they're still going to do a lot of songs. They're still, they're still going to do a lot of crafts. They're still going to do all the, all the fun things that they do. But instead, they're going to have the theme of the day be that the Word of God gives life, is part of the principle, and ultimately, our first lesson is going to be on the, on, just on the Bible as an overview. Uh, it's just talking about the Bible as the Bible. And so all they're going to be focused on is, is the Bible. So you see, as we go through, Job knew the importance of God's Word in his life. It was more important to him than eating. Without food, you cannot live physically. Without God's Word, you cannot, have, you cannot live spiritually. And so the, it's giving you things you can talk to with your kids about. It's all built in. Just for, you don't have to think of a new topic for the week. Uh, you, don't have to, you don't have to do any you know, crazy weirdness. And then it goes through, it, it lists all these things you can, you can talk about. It gives you other scripture that is added. Matthew 4.4 4 is there. You see John 10.10, 10, the thief cometh not before to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Uh, 2 Timothy 3.15 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17 are all through there. He's given you more scriptures so you can, as a devotional, right, you're looking at other scriptures, you're looking at other things with your kids. You're able to explain to them what is going on. Uh, and so it brings that base for you, and then it's got some questions that you can ask and you can talk about, right? It, it's, it's strange that we have to do you know, some of this is some of this is so simple, uh, but some people don't don't take the time to do it, and we want to make it easy for you to take the time to be able to talk about the Sunday school lesson that is about to happen. And uh, if you haven't gotten one of these, if you if you didn't get one of these yet, uh, just raise your hand. Brother Stevens got some in the back. So if you didn't get a handout this morning, then uh, go ahead and and give a wave so Stephen can get you get you some of those. Um, even if you don't have kids, I want you to get this because you too are doing memory verses. Wow. Okay. I'm glad everybody's excited about that. All right. Um, okay. So I'll sweeten the deal here. Uh, you're also going to get prizes. Okay. All right. And I'm not talking like a $5 gift card over to Duncan. All right. I'm talking about real prizes. Okay. Uh, if you're faithful, I will be faithful and you'll get some real good prizes uh, at the end of the quarter for those who actually do memorize verses and do what they should do. Uh, you say, why, why do we do that? Because you have to be incentivized just like your kids do. And uh, I'm sure you love the Lord so much, that's why you were excited when I said you two have memory verses. Uh, that's why, right? We, we like our prizes. So, there's prizes, and it's not a candy bar, and it's not a $5 gift card, all right? I promise. It's better than that, all right? And so uh, we'll, we'll do different things uh, for, for different prizes, but once again, uh, that's what we're going to have. Uh, they're doing memory verses. I want you to do memory verses. Uh, there is no excuse for us not to keep learning memory verses as adults. Uh, it, it's still the same principle, but you and I get to have more and more and more and keep adding. And some of these verses you're already going to know. Some of you probably already know Job 23, 12. 
I have esteemed the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. We, understand, we have that verse probably already ingrained, okay? So the first one's not going to be hard for you. Uh, a bunch of them are not going to be hard for you, okay? Uh, but, but, some of them might, and you might have to work on it, and I think you should. Go ahead and, go ahead and work on it. And some of them are verses that you have learned in the past when you were in Sunday school, and now we haven't used them in a little while, and we're a little rusty, right? So this will help us clean some of those verses up, and you can help your kids memorize them, and you can help you know, your spouse memorize them, and you guys can work on those things. Um, and so there's questions, and then there's a prayer time, and then I like this, at the end there's a little challenge. Just a little challenge, all right? And they're, they're not real difficult. So for this one, give a gospel tract to someone you do not know, and tell them that it contains the word of life. Is that hard? That's, that's not hard. We give out gospel tracts here. Uh, and so this is just, you say, what, what are we trying to do? Uh, we're trying to, to instill in not just the adults. Uh, we're trying to instill in your kids that you can give out gospel tracts. You, you can do it. You don't, need, you don't need mom and dad to do that for you. You can give out a gospel tract and tell somebody else about Jesus. And so it encourages them to be able to give out gospel tracts. We have a lot of opportunities in this church to do that between street preaching and different public ministries that we do. But personal time, we want them to understand, hey, you have, you have the ability to do that same thing. You have the ability to go out and give out a, give out a gospel tract and give somebody else the word of life. Hand it to them and let them know that they can be saved. Uh, it starts instilling already that they have an obligation and an ability to be able to go and give somebody else the gospel. I, I, I don't know why that would be a bad thing. Uh, you, you, want people, you want people to be soul winners. Uh, we love seeing people get saved. And we want to train those who are coming after us to be able to do what we already know we should do and what God commanded us to do and how he wants us to do it and the different ways we can do it. And gospel tracts are one way, and it's an easy way for them to be able to get out the gospel. And so it's, it's great. It has a little challenge at the end. Uh, there's varying challenges. It's not all that challenge, but obviously, right? Uh, different challenges that go along with the lesson we're learning. So we give this to you the week before. This is the preparatory give you so that you can go over with your kids. They already have an idea. Things are already, they've already been thinking about it for an entire week. Now, we haven't. Right? We haven't taught it yet, but they've been able to think about it. They've been able to, to have some, some conversation about it. So now when they get in a class, it's not something weird and new, and it's suddenly brought, brought upon them, and now they have to come up with answers or come up with thoughts or anything like that. When the teacher starts talking, they've already talked about it with you. And now they're in class, and they can actually it makes it more free for the teacher to be able to help them learn all the theme and the principles of what they're trying to give them that day. And no matter what age they are, that is helpful. Uh, you think about it, and I'm, I'm just going to give you a simple example. How many, I mean, this has happened to me, I'm sure it has happened to you. If you've come to church any length of time, you have been thinking about things, and the Lord's kind of been putting some thoughts into your head, and you've read some scriptures, or you've had a conversation with somebody, you've been talking with something, and then pastor gets up to preach, and he preaches, and you go, I was just thinking about that this week. 
right? And all of a sudden you are so locked in and going, well, what did he get on that? That's what I was thinking about that earlier. And all of a sudden he's running references and you're going, I didn't think of that one. Or, hey, that, yeah, that's what I, and the Lord confirms things or he shows you new things on something you've been thinking about for the week. Isn't that some of the best messages you've heard personally? For you, you've already been, the wheels were already spinning, and all of a sudden the Lord just plugs you back in, and you're like, oh, whoop, and away it goes. And that's some of the best, and you've learned the most, and you've paid attention the most, and everything, everything is, you're just focused a little bit better because you've already been thinking about those things. Well, now do that for your kids. They step into Sunday school, and what do they get? They get, oh, I already talked about this. Pastor says it repeatedly, almost as if repetition is the key to learning, that repetition is the key to learning. That's one of the principles of learning, is to repeat it and repeat it and repeat it so that they understand it and they get it and it grows. And they get a deeper understanding the more times we repeat, right? That's the idea. The idea is we keep digging a little bit deeper every time we give it to them so that they get it. That's the idea of this right here. Line upon line, precept upon precept, here a little and there a little, Isaiah. As he builds, he builds toward it and he wants you to get it. This program is designed so that James and Tanya, I will, I will, what I'll do. I have principle, I have all the family devotions in between mine. Um, so I'm just going to hold this up, all right? Uh, this is a copy of the notes, and I'll kind of walk around a little bit. I can do that. I have a microphone on me. Uh, so this is the front, and the front is very simple, uh, but it's got, your, it's got your memory verse. It's got an explanation of the memory verse. It's got the theme for the day. It's got the practical application for it, and it's got all the background you need just to teach the lesson. That's what's on the front. And so that's what the front looks like for all the teachers. And then the back is a full outline of everything that they have that is attached with the lesson. So I can take this, and you and I are going to cover, let's just say, you and I are going to cover the entire back of this lesson. You know who's not going to cover the entire back of this lesson? The four, five, and six-year-olds, the seven, eight, and nine-year-olds, and uh, the 10, 11, and 12s probably will not cover everything on this lesson. Brother Kevin's class, on the other hand, there's a great potential that they could cover everything on the back of this. Because it has so much information, but they've already gotten it. They've already gotten the simplest pieces. They've already gotten the easy and wonderful pieces that they got. Now, James and Tanya's class, they're going to focus on the front of this sheet. They don't need to go to the back of this sheet. They don't have time to go to the back of the sheet. And they don't have kids that are going to be enough to where they're going to actually understand most of the back of this sheet. But what they can do is they can talk about explaining the memory verse that was given to them and why that's important. They can cover why the Word of God gives life. And they can talk about salvation. What do you want at 4, 5, and 6? How many, how many of us in here got saved... Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I did. If you grew up in church, more than likely the age group that you got saved in are these two right here. I got saved at seven. I was barely into that one. Most got saved five, six. Few get saved at four. 
most by the time they're seven, that was, that was seven, eight, nine area, boom, they are, they are golden. Why? They've heard it. They've heard it over and over again. What are we doing? We're introducing. They do it in, in Sunday school over here, right, three and below. Uh, Dawn and Roxanne do a great job, right? They sing with the kids, and what are they singing? Jesus loves me. They're singing the B-I-B-L-E. They're singing all the, all the songs that lay a foundation to knowing who God is and where life comes from. They're instilling that through songs to get them to build. They're laying little foundation work for them to understand that Jesus is the Savior. That's what they're learning. They're learning fun songs. They're learning good songs. They're learning all the things. And a lot of it's song time. A lot of it's fun time. And a lot of it is, but all of it's fun to get them to recognize Jesus and the Bible's importance. And then they get over to James and Tanya's class and the songs continue and they get different songs and they get and they build a little bit, but then they start getting a little bit more Bible, a little bit more. And as we go farther, we get into Morgan and Hannah's class, and they're getting lessons now, and it's mostly lessons. And they're doing the lessons, and it's very visual. And they've got, all the, they've got cards, and they've got things, and I was already talking with Morgan, and she's, she was excited because she was finding exactly what she wanted to use. Her and Hannah were finding exactly what they wanted to use for their age group to go with these lessons. And she was like, oh, I found this, and I found that, and she was excited. To do what? To teach the kids on the level that she knows they can handle and be able to do it in the way that they're going to be able to receive what she's given them. They all understand we don't have to give all the notes on this page. You have, you have a short class time to be able to give them everything that you can about that right there. And the main focus is the practicality the practical application for what we're trying to give them. Why does the Word of God matter? <laughs> why, does this, why is this important to us? I love it because Pastor and I are very similar in our philosophy when it comes to preaching especially. If you can't give them a practical application or a practical reason to make a change and to how to do it, that's why his, he does an, an amazing job of doing an invitation, closing up somebody else's message. Because if they haven't brought him to a decision, it is sure going to happen when he steps up to give him an invitation. Make a decision. Make a choice. Practical application. That's what it is. It's about practical application. Helping them understand, right? You can learn all these things. What is the biggest complaint that, that you get with kids when they're going through public school? When am I ever going to use this? <laughs> That shouldn't have to happen in Sunday school. When am I ever going to use it? You're going to use this because the Bible's going to give you life. You're going to use this every day of your life. Uh, you're going to learn some spiritual truths that when you get into trouble, the Bible's going to be the only thing that's giving you the answer. And if you don't learn that, you're going to get yourself into more trouble. And we can keep people out of trouble if we can get them to understand some of the things that we go through in, in all of the lessons and trying to build now, the thing that I love is that everybody's on the same page. So we're all learning the same lesson at the same day. Different levels, different depths. You'll work with your kids at different levels and different depths, and you know that just like all, all of our teachers know that. And so it's, it's a great building tool, and as we go through, we'll be able to cover more and more. Um, 
Our class times, um, we're making a slight change to our class times. Nothing over here. You don't have to worry about it over here. One of the things Pastor and I have loved about Hope Baptist Church, one of the things that they have done is they have an amazing choir. They put on the, the music uh, school. They, they have done really well at the choir work they've done. John Marshall uh, is their pastor now. Uh, he, he did great work with the choir as well as uh, there's another man in the church whose name I can't remember now uh, who worked with the choir. He's the choir director officially, uh, and he, he did a marvelous job with the choir. Anybody who's seen anything from them, they've done great with their music. Part of their music ministry is they start with the kids in Sunday school. and not, We have our children's choir. Karen does great with the kids. What we want to do is we want to do an intro on Sunday school. At 9.30 to 9.40, the 4, 5, and 6-year-olds all the way through our 10, 11, and 12. So these three age groups here, everybody who's basically in the OCC uh, right now, they go to the main auditorium over there, and they have a little music time. Andrew's going to try and teach them some very, very basic lessons. He went away to the music school during the Spurgeon meetings. We had him go. One of the reasons we had him go was for this. Uh, because he was getting some great materials that he wants to use for the kids to build them from zero up. And there's three levels of lessons. All right, three levels of lessons. We've got three classes all over there uh, that he has, that he has been able to, to uh, get with the people over there to reproduce and to be able to do what they are doing and be able to, and it's designed for them. And so we're going to work on some, some things, I'm sure we're going to have some bumps in the road for this, okay? Uh, that's okay. We're going to work, work our way through and see what, but this is something, this is a vision Pastor Legault has had for a long time, is an introductory to music to our youngest kids, basically, four, five, and six over there, that is going to build, and uh, we already, I already talked with Brother Kevin, it's something we're looking to do with our teenagers on Friday nights at a deeper level for them, but it would be building for them as well so that we can work them into parts and singing in parts automatically, basically. They see the part, they can sing the part. How many of you wish you could sing parts? <laughs> Sight read music and then sing a part. Judy just wishes she could sing. <laughs> she, doesn't even care. she doesn't even care what part it is. She just wants to sing. Right? We love music in this. I love listening to music. I, pulling out a bass line and doing it myself, I couldn't do. I can't, I can't do it. Uh, I love music. You go, well, you sing so nice. I sing all right. Uh, how much better could I have sung if I learned how to read music and been able to sight read it and then been able to do it, and I just did it my entire life? Right? We have talented people. Uh, we, have, we have people who are highly talented already. But if we could hone some of those things, we could help them do some amazing things that really they wouldn't be able to do otherwise. And we want, we want our music ministry to praise the Lord, but we also want people to do things skillfully if we can help them. We want to encourage them. Uh, one of the things, uh, I'm going to embarrass Gabe and Karen all at the same time. Uh, one of the things Gabe Shelton mentioned during his testimonies was that he was told by Karen that he had a, he had a good voice. When he was in kids' choir. And she encouraged him. Right? And now he sings, he sings specials at church. 
and they're good, and they're a blessing. And I know he's singing for the Lord, but I appreciate it because I get to hear it, uh, right? Uh, we sing to the Lord, but the blessing is that we get to hear what somebody else sings, and it becomes a blessing to us. Uh, the idea is if we can keep building on that and not have maybe just a couple people that maybe we see great potential in and we encourage them, we can encourage across the board and see what the Lord can do because some people, they can sing and they have a musical talent that they don't even know that they have because they've never tried. And I will say this, and this is not because I'm amazing. I sing better now than I did 10 years ago when I became the associate pastor. Because I had to lead singing and I had to sing. It wasn't because I was any, any great, I wasn't a great singer. I'm still not a great singer. I, can, I sing better than I did before because I had to sing. <laughs> I had to do it. I was put in the position where the Lord made it so, hey, you got to sing now, and you got to sing loud so everybody can hear you so that you can keep them rolling and encourage them to sing loud. By the way, that's half of what the person does when they're standing up here. They just sing real loud in hopes that you sing loud so that it covers them up. That's what we do. Uh, it encourages you to sing loud. If, right, if the song leader's quiet, don't you feel uncomfortable if you sing real loud? Right, well... You just come real loud. <laughs> you don't know how to be quiet. Um, and so we, we you know, right? If, if the song leader is uncomfortably quiet, what do we do? We get quiet because we're like, why are they quiet? I don't know why they're what, uh, is there a problem? Are we, <laughs> and so we want, they sing loud, we sing loud. The louder they sing, the louder we sing. It's just natural. And so when you have to sing loud and you have to sing out and you want everybody else to hear you, you know what you don't want to be? Sharp or flat, that's what you don't want to be, because uh, then you sound terrible, right? You want to try and sing, sing well. And so you just, and the more you have to do it, the more you do it. And it, it happens over time. Uh, it, it builds your voice, and you won't be the best singer, but you can be a really good singer. Could you imagine, and this isn't a knock on anything from that, that we haven't, we just haven't had opportunity to do some of this, and we possibly have the opportunity to do some of this, could you imagine if the entire congregation virtually sang in parts for every hymn? I'll give an illustration. The choir sings in four parts. We enjoy it. You can hear the different parts. The harmony comes together. It sounds beautiful. Now put that with all of you, and you get to hear it around you, as opposed to just coming toward you. That. That is amazing. That is, that is exactly, it is heaven singing. It is, what, it is what you want if you could do it. And you say, well, I don't know if we could ever get there. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a plug in. Andrew has no idea I'm saying this. Uh, I'm going to put a plug in. He's getting ready. The lessons he's going to do with the teenagers, he is condensing down for adults. He's going to elongate it for the teens. He's going to condense some things down. And he, he believes thoroughly that from September to the end of December, he can make anybody in this room outside of Mrs. Lego, uh, <laughs> he can help you read sight read music 
by all the things that he got to learn from the conference. And he's not going to do choir, regular choir, here in a couple of weeks. He's going he's to open up regular choir to everybody who wants to in the church for five, from 5 to 5.45 to make it so you can learn how to sight read some and help you with your own music and be able to sing in church. I think some people should get on board with that. Just to learn the idea of music and to help you praise the Lord that way. And maybe even help you to be able to get into one of those parts and maybe you'll enjoy it so much and you find that you might have a talent and maybe that'll scare you, but maybe you'd go up into the choir instead and join. You don't have to join to take the class. But it's going to be a wonderful opportunity for you to take a class and learn some things about music that maybe you've never had an opportunity to learn. So I'm going to, I'm going to encourage you right now, if you, if you have any inclination to the idea of music, that will help you with your, with your singing. That will help you just in congregational singing. And it'll be, a great, it'll, it'll be a great help to you, I promise. Even if you know some stuff about music, it will help you. And so I want to be here I'm being honest. I don't know if I can do it every week because singing for 45 minutes and then preaching right after in the evening. Well, um, so, uh, and then, so 9.30 to 9.40, he's got 10 minutes with the kids. All the kids are going to be in there uh, and he's going he's gonna to deal with them on music and then they're going to dismiss to their classes and then the teachers are going to have them from 10.40 or from 10.40, oh Lord help us, 9.40, let's go back an hour, uh, 9.40 to 10.20. And at 10.20, they will release, they'll go, the ones that are, excuse me, the ones that are in uh, junior choir will go right to choir right, off, right after class, and they'll get ready, and then the ones that are staying for junior church and so on, all that stuff happens still. And hopefully, Lord willing, we have everybody over here by 10.30 that needs, that's coming over here right away. And uh, we've already talked about it, Pastor and I have already talked about it, if we're having problems, we'll adjust schedules, okay? We, we know how that is. So we are, we're talking to the teachers. We're letting them know, hey, if, if there's an issue, if you're having a problem with the schedule, we need to know so that we can adjust schedules, make, make things run as smoothly and as best as possible. And so this is the overview of what we're doing. I think it's going to be fantastic. It is very much full of scripture, and I think it's going to be a huge help and a great, I think, it, I think it's marvelous because of the unity I think it's going to bring to our Sunday school hour. Uh, like I said, uh, Brother Kevin is going to run this. I'm going to say this, and I'll, I'll stop, and if you've got a question, I'll try and answer them all. Um, but if I don't get to all of you and you want to ask me questions afterwards, feel free. I'll, I'll answer uh, whatever I can. Uh, Brother Kevin's got five years with the kids, so he has three years of this curriculum, and then he is no longer going to match everybody else until the rotation happens properly. We're going to have two more years of info that he's going to give that are going to be very practical and helpful to the kids. Some of it's going to be some rightly dividing uh, dispensations and things like that so that they can get some of that foundation. Nothing crazy deep, but things that maybe necessarily aren't totally in here that he can go a little deeper on. And our teenagers can handle that. I promise you they can. Uh, And help them get a little bit more foundation on some of the other things. Practical soul winning. Uh, and talking about soul winning and things. He and I have talked a little bit about it. We haven't finished that curriculum yet. We've talked about it probably, I don't know, 10 times, 12 times now at least, about different things we'd like to have in there and things we don't necessarily think we need and things like that. So we're working on those last two years. Uh, But 
Uh, that's the idea. And here, we're going to do this for three years so that you all can see what we're doing. And then maybe in a while, <laughs> I'll kick it back out and we'll do it again so that any new people can be refreshed and see what we do for, for the kids uh, and, and going through. Uh, periodically, it probably wouldn't be a bad idea to, to roll this through the adults again. When it matches up with the other classes, we'll match it up and that, and that kind of thing. So uh, after these three years, I got to come up with a whole new, whole new something to do in here too. All right, uh, it won't be Job. I, we're not. Lord help us. Um, all right. Any questions on what we're trying to do, Sabrina? Uh, junior church is still going to be four to seven. We're not changing anything with junior church or four to six. Four to six. Sorry. Um, yeah, that's exactly the same. No change over there. Question, how many do you quote the Proverbs 26? Train up a child, child the way he should go. And, and when he is old, he will not depart. depart from it. The best training that your children have is seen in you. If, if you won't do it, they aren't going to do it. Yeah. Um, And that's why, that's why that encouragement of the family devotions is there. If they, they, they got all the same papers you got. If you did not get one, please get one. Uh, if we don't have extras, I'm going to make some extras. So if you know somebody who wasn't here for Sunday school, I'm going to try to announce that in the morning service. But if they weren't here and they want to be part of Sunday school, they want to know the memory verses, um, we're going to go ahead and, and try and get them, get them as many of these sheets as we can so that they can do it. Uh, and have it part of their family. Uh, I know this is different. Everybody gets nervous around change. <laughs> All right, I get it. But I think this is going to be a, a, a marvelous change. I think this is going to be very good for some unity and some, and some moving uh, with that respect. So, uh, and I think it will help families take some time in the Bible together. And if you do that already, I'm not trying to remove your family time. I'm trying to help give you a little boost to your family time. So uh, let's have a word of prayer. We'll be done. Unless Is there another question? Did I miss anything? All right, let's pray. Father, we thank you for the day. I thank you for your goodness, mercy, and compassions upon us. I thank you that you are a wonderful God and that you saved to the uttermost anybody who would trust in you. And so, Father, I pray that you would work in hearts today. Be with Brother Sutton as he preaches this morning. I pray you'd fill him up and help him to preach with power this morning. Lord, we thank you for them being able to be with us. We pray you'd come back soon in Jesus' name. Amen.